0: What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I pray all is well with you and your loved ones. And um, I'm just so excited and I thank God for giving me this opportunity to be able to share this word with you from Isaiah chapter 49. But before we dig deep into the word, I just wanna go ahead and encourage you. If you would like to stay connected to my ministry, to um, what it is that God is doing through my ministry, you are more than welcome to follow me on IG, which is it's underscore underscore JLP. And you can go ahead and like us on Facebook, facebook facebook.com, forward slash jlp network you can also go ahead and check out our website to see um, whenever you know we're going to uh, be releasing new christian content our website is www.jlpnetwork.com thank you so much again for tuning in and i just want to quickly suggest get straight into it y'all cuz I know it's Friday. I know some of you guys are a little bit fatigued, but I pray that um because you took this time though you perhaps are tired, right? And though you perhaps you know had a lot to do today, I just am so grateful that you took the time to tune into this episode and may this episode bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's go. Let's get into it. So Isaiah 49 I'm not going to be reading the whole entire passage. Um I'm going to be reading verse 15 um, to verses 24, I believe, uh, you can go ahead and read it during your time with the Lord because it's truly a powerful passage, honestly, and it's speaking a lot to, um, concerning what is going on in a way in the world when it comes to uh, the body of christ in the world right right now it seems like the body of christ is quiet not everyone in the body of christ but right now it's like the body of christ is in hiding and it seems like the world is is all the way out there right the world is you know they don't really care about um sinfulness they don't really care when they see evil is being done before their eyes because in their sight you know um evil is good and good is evil But in this passage, the Lord is talking about his servants, right, Isaiah. But um, in general, this pertains to us, too. His servants, he's saying to them that despite, you know, what is going on in the world, despite how you feel, that he is going to be with them and he will not leave them, right? He will not forsake them. And he will show definitely that he was with them all along. Like, he will not disappoint them and then we're gonna go ahead and just meditate on these scriptures to just encourage you wherever you are right now in your current journey of life because I believe even though we're at the Um, the end phase, right, of 2021, I strongly still believe in faith that God is still going to do some great things in your life, that God is still going to fulfill some of the prayer requests, some of the declarations, some of the vision boards that you have um, written down in your journal, that you have placed on your laptop, on your cell phone, wherever it is that you have placed these prayer requests, these uh, vision boards. You know, you're looking at the time, right? You're saying, oh my gosh, JLP, it is September. We're in the, the autumn months, right? you're counting and you're saying, it's, you know, we're in September and that means we only have September, October, November, December left. There's no way that the things that I had placed in my journal, right, my prayer journal is going to come to pass. There's no way that uh, what I placed on my vision board is going to pass, right, come to come to pass. Perhaps you place like 10 things on your vision board and for the entire year, maybe only uh, four things has come to pass. Well, I don't want you to stay discouraged. I want you to right now in this time to increase your faith to understand that you serve a God who is an on-time God and you serve a God who doesn't really necessarily need a lot of time, y'all, to make miracles happen. I always say this and I'm going to continue to say it until your faith, you know, it it gets to an unstoppable level. Uh, If you read my book, you know that chapter one in A Heart Determined is titled Unstoppable Faith and I believe that that is where God is wanting to take us from now until uh, 2022 and beyond and so let's go ahead and just read isaiah 49 let's go ahead and start from verse 15 and you can follow along with me i'm reading from the niv version okay so isaiah 49 verse 15 y'all we're going to be reading verse 15 to 26 all right and please feel led to highlight underline whatever it is that you believe that god is highlighting to you as well as we read this scripture this this passage right this biblical passage so isaiah 49 verse 15 says this and um this is what it says can a mother and this is god right this is god speaking here can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born though she may forget i will not forget you this is God speaking, y'all. I want it to pause, right? Because I want you guys to understand this is God speaking here. In continuation, verse 16, see, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. I want to pause right here to just uh, allow us to meditate on verse 16 god is saying i have engraved you in the palms of my hands literally god is saying that nothing is able to snatch you out of his hands almost to the instant you can say when he says engraved you can say it like it relates to the term tattoo right so that means he has marked you in his hands permanently in a way where it cannot be erased it cannot be removed and that is so much of an encouragement to us because it tells us that despite the trials that we see before us, despite the, the p- disappointments that we've been through, God is saying that he has engraved you in his hands. You may feel like these things are causing you to, uh, you know, to, to, to live in a state of depression or to live in a state of uh, denial or to live in a state of complacency or to, to live in a state of mediocrity. You feel like you're not going to advance in life. God is saying, I, you, you're still in my hands. And he continues and says, your walls are ever before me. What does he mean by that? What does that imply? He's saying that whatever is on your mind, whatever is your care, whatever it is that is your expectation, it is before me. Whatever problem that you have in your life right now, it is before me. So whether good or bad, God is saying that very situation, that very thing is before him. Let's continue to verse 17. And we're going to continue from there, y'all. Your child, ha- your child hasten back, and those who laid you waste depart from you. Lift up your eyes and look around; all your children gather and come to you. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them all as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. Let's go ahead and pause right here. I truly love verse 17 I want to just focus more so on verse 17 before we continue to the other remaining verses I'm going to read it again because I really want you to hear what it is that God is saying through the scripture he says your children hasten back and those who laid you ways apart from you now some of you perhaps you do not have children and so you're saying to my, you're saying to yourself JLP this does not pertain to me yes it does (laughs) you know yes it does perhaps part one does not pertain to you but look at Look at the second part to that scripture, y'all. The Lord says, and those who laid you waste depart from you. Meditate on that, highlight that. And those who laid you ways apart from you. Some of you you have been betrayed by some people, right? Some of you you have been crushed by disappointment. Some of you uh, perhaps you were doing good to someone else and they, you know, they forget the good that that you had done to them or you had done for them, right? And you, you feel like as if whatever you do is worthless because it's not being taken notice or people are not seeing uh the impact that it's having, right? Or perhaps you know, You're working hard in your nine to five. And despite the fact that you have been working hard in your nine to five consistently, right? You have been dedicating yourself to make sure you finish the assignments that the supervisor or the manager gives you. But yet it seems as if they never give you a promotion. It seems as if they never increase your pay. It also seems as if your coworkers do not want to get along with you. This is what God is saying to you in verse 17. He says, and those who laid you waste depart from you, meaning that God is going to take care of you. Do not worry about what happened, right? Do not worry about what others have done to you. God is your defender. He is our defender. Take hold of that word. Know that God is your defender. And he's saying... That those who laid you waste depart from you. That he's going to take care of those people. He's going to take care of those situations that is, you know, harming you or that is stressing you out. He's going to take care of it and he's going to make sure that they are not going to follow you, right? From where it is that he is taking you moving forward. Amen. Verse 18, let's continue. It says, lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them all as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. I love this. And again, even though you don't have children, this still pertains to you because it is the word of God. And the Bible tells us the word of God is good for encouragement, for edification, right? For exhortation. It's good for training, right? It's good to place us in alignment to the plans and purpose that God has for our lives, amen? And so also, I also wanna go ahead and note that The Word of God is beautiful as well in the way that it's presented to us. There's so many metaphorical languages. Sometimes what is being said is not literal, but at times it is. Sometimes what is being said is symbolic, right? There's so many different types of styling of writing in the Word of God. And so even though you see it says children, this could be also an idiom that pertains to you to show you the lord is saying lift up your eyes and look around all your children gather and come to you i know the text here is still saying children but i feel the holy spirit is saying that lift up your eyes and look around you see All your children gather and come to you, meaning the people that you thought would never connect to you. They are gathering to you right now. The people you thought that didn't know that you were going to make it out of this season, they are coming to gather to you right now. God is bringing the resources, right? And he's bringing the divine connections to gather to you right now. This is why in the latter portion of verse 18, he is saying that it's as if you're going to be wearing them as ornaments, right? Like a bride. Meaning these things are going to happen to you, and there's going to be plentiful, right, of of provision, right, of those divine connections and provision that the Lord said you're going to, you know, you're going to, in a way, you're going to be like, wow, right? Later on, you guys are going to know what I mean, like, when the Lord is going to show you how you're going to be wowed. You're going to say, how in the world did God do this for me, etc. Continuation to verse 19. He says here, the Lord says here, though you were ruined and made desolate and your land waste, now you will be too small for your people. This is where I wanted you guys to uh, understand what I mentioned, the previous comment that I mentioned. God is saying that right now you may feel like you are just being hated by everybody or maybe you feel as if everybody don't take you seriously, right? Highlight that word desolate. Highlight that that word saying laid waste, right? maybe you were left alone maybe you were in need of help right and everybody that saw you they didn't want to be like a good Samari- Samaritan to give you a hand right a helping hand to get you up but God is saying you will be too small for your people meaning God is saying there's coming a time where these same people that weren't able to help you or perhaps they chose not to help you because they look down upon you because of your appearance because of your socioeconomical background right because of where you come from God is saying you are going to be too small for your people and he's saying that those same people too as well he's going to make sure that they go far away from you and not only just people but it- But also, wherever you are, you know what situation that you're in right now. Perhaps it is a sickness, right, that is going on in your life right now that does not want to give you any freedom. God is saying, I'm going to take this sickness completely away from you. Perhaps it is anxiety. Perhaps it is depression. Whatever the case may be, God is saying through the scripture, right, the Holy Spirit is saying through the scripture, now you will be too small for your people and those who devoured you will be far away. Verse 20 says, the children born during your bereavement. What does that term bereavement mean? It's, you know, in simple terms, it means when you were like empty, when you didn't have anything, when, when you were like for dead. He's saying the children born during your bereavement. He says, well, yet say and you're hearing, this place is too small for us. Give us more space to live in wow, this place is too small for us. Give us more space to live in. There's coming a time then that God is saying that you may feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck. You may feel like as if your efforts don't amount to anything. He's saying that as you continue to persist in whatever it is that you are doing, he's saying that your children, right, and yourself as well, there's going to be a time you're going to fill in your spirit This place is too small for you. And you're going to say to the Lord, give us more space to live in. What does it mean? It means to enlarge our territory, to give us greater access to greater things so that, God, we can be who you created us to be. We can do what you have called us to do. We can further advance the kingdom of God. We don't have to live in fear anymore. We don't have to live in lack anymore because we know that you have more for us. In continuation, verse 21, y'all. God is continuing on speaking to us through this verse because that is him who is speaking right now through his servant, Isaiah, right? He says, he says in verse 21, then you will say in your heart, who bore me these? I was bereaved and barren. I was exiled and rejected. Who brought these up? I was left alone. Remember the comments that we made earlier? It also goes in sync with this. I was left alone, the Lord says, but these were, they have come from, the Lord is saying that pertaining to you, excuse me, rather. He's saying there's going to come a time when you see these, these things that he is making happen in your life. You're going to say, where did they come from? Just yesterday, I was living paycheck to paycheck. Just yesterday, I was battling this sickness. Just yesterday, I was battling uh, these, these type of tensions, right, at work or at school or at home. And just yesterday, I didn't know how I was going to pay the bill. And bam, you know, a check was provided for you, right? Bam, a grace A pardon was provided for you. And you're going to say, where have they come from? Or, but these, where have they come from? And verse 22 is going to explain the response of God to you, right? In the future, or even now in your present circumstance. Verse 22 says, y'all, this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I will beckon to the nations. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their hips. God is literally saying y'all in verse 22 he's literally gonna take people from other nations and bring them to you maybe some of you you were doing all the looking but God is saying you don't have to look no more I'm going to bring them to you and nations doesn't really need need to mean in this context concerning nations such as Nigeria right or Haiti or Jamaica or the United States but nation could mean a community of people right A community of people, perhaps some of you have been praying, God bless me with a great community of people, of like-minded people, of like-minded believers. And God is saying, you have been beating yourself up for too long. You have been doing all the looking, but I am the one that's going to bring them to you. He says, let me repeat it again. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their hips. He's literally saying that these people, not only is he bringing them to you, but he is bringing them to assist you. He is bringing them to help you. He is bringing them to allow you to do certain things. Perhaps that was just tiring for you to do. Perhaps you weren't able to do on your own. And you need some assistance, right? You need some guidance. You need some clarity. You need some encouragement. Amen? Amen. On to verse 23 to 26, y'all. We're going to just read it straight through. And then we're going to go ahead and just continue to meditate on it. And I'm just going to quickly close the episode, um, followed by giving just some announcements. So verse 23 says, y'all, kings will be your foster fathers and their queens, your nursing mothers. They will bow down before you with their faces to the ground. They will lick the dust at your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. I will repeat this again. This is a powerful word. This is God speaking. All right. This is not anyone else speaking. This is God speaking. This is God speaking. Some of you probably heard this before. Some of you probably received encouragement of people saying, God never fails. You can trust God, right? I love saying that a lot. And I encourage you until now to continue to trust God. And sometimes, you know, you receive it, but it's like a part of you is saying, man, but so many things have happened, JLP. You just don't understand. I don't see my situation changing. How in the world should I continue to persist in faith and believe that God will not disappoint me? I feel disappointed already, JLP. I pray this prayer, but he didn't answer. I prayed this prayer, but he gave me the opposite. I prayed this prayer, but he gave me too little. God is saying hope in me. He says those who hope in me will not be disappointed. Sometimes God is still looking for your faith sometimes the problem is it's not because god didn't hear your prayer the first time it's not because that god didn't see you were doing the right thing the first time he's trying to see where your heart posture is and he's trying to see are you going to go to distance to continue to persist in him because god loves to check our hearts he loves to check the motive of of our hearts it is a motive of our hearts that will serve a compass as well for god to know yep you're ready you see that prayer that you prayed last night okay now you're ready because your heart is in the right place your heart is not filled with unforgiveness your heart is not filled with resentment your heart is not filled with unbelief your heart is not filled with doubt but now you have been Well positioned in my word, so much so that even when your circumstances are saying opposite to my word, you don't back down. You say, Devil, I don't care what you're doing right now. I don't even care how I feel right now in my physical body, whatever it may be. You're saying, I am standing on the promises of God. I am standing on the word of God because listen, if God says that He does not lie, who are we going to believe? Ourselves, our thoughts, the enemies, right? The government, this coronavirus, or we're going to believe God? God is looking for you to say, I'm going to believe you, Father, because you say in your word that you do not fail, you do not lie, and none of your purposes ever be thwarted. They're never thwarted. None of your good plans, you know, not never come to pass. All of them come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In continuation to verse 24 to 26, can plunder be taken from warriors? Oh, I love this one, y'all. Get ready to highlight this one. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fierce? Man, I got to say this again. I want you guys to get this. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fears? But this is what the Lord says. Verse 25. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. Right now, you're looking at the size of whatever it is that's in front of you. And you're saying to yourself, how in the world will I ever live up to this? Or how in the world will I ever access this? To- access this right or have access to this how in the world will I ever be able to be in contact with this person how in the world will I ever receive this promotion if I'm not qualified for it or if I don't have the degree for it right that's what God is saying here he's saying yes captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. it's like literally God is saying also whatever it is that you see that is impossible for you yes it will be possible whatever you see right now that seems impossible for you yes it will be possible God is saying let's continue the latter part of verse 25 the Lord says I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save amen God is saying I will contend with those who contend with you what does contend mean those who continue to battle in prayer those who continue to persist in prayer and even those who are praying for you because there are certain seasons you are in such a low place that you're unable to pray. And sometimes low place doesn't mean that you're low in faith. If you listen to my previous episode, I explained that I was not feeling my best. And I came to a point where I was praying prayers within my heart because I, I wasn't able to say them aloud. Right. Because I was too ill. Right. And so God is saying that those who contend for you in those moments that you cannot pray, if it is your mother that is praying, if it, if it is your grandmother that is praying, your grandfather that is praying, he's saying, I will contend with those who contend uh, uh, with you. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children. I will save. Amen. So in this time, you need to also be praying about God. Send me true people after your, you know, send me people that are after your own heart. Send me people of faith. So that way when I am weak, they are able to sharpen me. They are able to pray and contend for me in prayer so that you may save my save me, right? So that you may change my situation. So that you would do a miracle in my life and the in the lives as well of my family members, such as my children, my husband, and etc. And lastly, y'all, verse 26. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh. They will be drunk on their own blood as with wine. Then all mankind will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Hallelujah. God is saying whatever it is that is causing you tension, that is causing you stress, that is causing you to not further accomplish your purpose, further reach your destiny, Whatever it is that is coming up against you, God is saying He's going to cause these things to eat their own flesh, to eat their own blood. Meaning that if they were the one that started a you know a a a, a um a fight with you, or if they're the one that kind of like you know went to uh, do something right to um, make sure that you don't get what it is that you've worked so hard to get, God is saying I'm going to cause them. To get what it is that they wanted for you. In this context, this is what God is saying. And that is why it closes with that term redeemer. He is our redeemer. You may you may think that you lost the battle, right? You may have thought, excuse me, you lost the battle. Or maybe perhaps this opportunity has gone away, has passed you by. You may have thought that you would be in depression for the rest of your life. Oh, I didn't even know this except uh, for a few, uh, I believe a few hours ago. That today is actually suicidal Prevention right? Suicidal prevention day. And so if you right now listening to this podcast episode, if you feel like you have suicidal thoughts and you're listening to this podcast episode, this is your confirmation that the Holy Spirit of God is saying that God will redeem your life. He will redeem the time. Don't give up. Don't look at the world. Don't look at the government. Don't look what is going on. Look up to Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Tell God, ask him, he, To ask him and say, open my eyes of understanding so that I may know you, so that I may know your ways so that I may know who I am in you so that may know what it is that you want me to do in this season Lord As I've shared a few days ago in my stories, let us be a people of prayer. Take time, especially this month, to really seek your Heavenly Father, to really pray with the Holy Spirit and read the word with the Holy Spirit, you know, to really surrender yourself so that way God can lead you. Because we're living in the end times, whether some people would like to say it or not, whether some people want to stay in denial, but we are living in the end time. And despite the fact that our our thoughts are not like the thoughts of the lord right and our ways are not like his ways that does not mean what is going on is not the end times we are in fact in the end times but because god does not operate the way that we operate even though right now is the start of the end time it may not be until 30 years from now that jesus come but that doesn't mean that starting right now it is not the end time because jesus himself he said in his word he said these are the beginning of the birth pain so we are in the birth pain right when you see all of this evil like when again when people are saying you know evil is good and good is evil you already straight up know that we're living in the end times right amen and so i truly pray that you were blessed by this episode you were blessed by isaiah 49 i truly believe that the holy spirit greatly encouraged us through this passage and really just edified us right now and um i just thank god and give him all the glory and praise for just revealing this truth to us through isaiah 49 and i want to go ahead and continue to encourage you, you know, um, go ahead and stay connected to this this ministry, JLP um, Network Ministry, um, because truly God has placed in my heart to encourage, challenge, and inspire you to live life to the fullest. And never say that, you know, you don't have any support. Never say that you don't have anyone to give you motivation or encouragement. That is why I'm here by the grace of God. I'm here as a vessel to be able to really push you forward, to manifest your purpose, and to know Jesus, and to really enjoy your journey, right? And to know that, uh, you know, it only gets better from here. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. And when I say it doesn't matter what you're going through right now, it's not to say that I I don't have sympathy towards you. I don't care about your situation. But it's just to say that whatever you're going through right now is not greater than what it is that is in store for you, that God has predestined for you. Amen? because Jesus died for our sins y'all he has opening he has opened up an inheritance for us to receive all of God's goodness and all of God's Gift in which the greatest gift of all actually is God Himself, His Holy Spirit that resides within you. And so I just pray again that you are greatly blessed by this episode. Continue to stay connected with me on Instagram at its underscore underscore JLP so that way you can be notified when the devotional is finally released. Whole and single, the key to healthy relationships. And also, I greatly encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, JLP Network. I am looking forward to see uh, what videos that the Lord will lead me to share on there to just. Just continue again, greatly encourage, challenge, inspire you to live life to the fullest. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. May God bless you. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Take care. Peace out. Until next time.